You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? You can hear us? Oh. This is Jay Foreman, DP. We got Sean Callahan here for our, uh, we're doing a remote here from Tanner's. Old school, brought to you by the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese, special ingredients at Butcher Shop. Located at 84th and Havelock and right behind us at 30th and Yankee Hill. We got a little bit of echo here, so we're uh, efforting Jake Sorensen <laughs> to, uh, take us out of club mode right we feel like i was like what up what up what yeah yeah i feel like we're, we're in the club promo you know on the ones and twos we got sean dp and jay foreman here and uh but anyways we got a season wrap up and uh we got since we got you here sean can you hear is it is it echo it needs to be austin oh well anyway sean since we'll, we'll echo your answer we'll get right into it since we only got you for about another 40 minutes What's your overall assessment of, of the uh, first season under Matt Rule? The echo is gone. The yeah, echo is gone. It's there gone. we go. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot to, to go into when you start to look at this first year, how things went. I mean, it starts with the quarterback decision uh, from the get-go. I mean, they went all in on Jeff Sims. They gave the guy the single-digit jersey. They brought him to Big Ten Media Days. And, you know, going back to all those moves, I mean – that was a miscalculation. I mean, sure. when you think back to how it all played out, I mean, he, the turnovers and the numbers spoke for itself, and the injuries kind of played a factor. But they were given a great schedule. And I, I look at their nine Big Ten conference games, the point spread, and all not, seven of the nine was between one and seven points. So all of these games were right there. Right. And they, they fi- figured out ways to win in October. They had four of those games in November, and they couldn't figure it out how to win. And it goes back to turnovers. It goes back to quarterback play. They had enough on defense right. uh, to, to play well oh, in these games. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they had enough guys. Yeah. But I, I think the the offense with the issues and the injuries they had, the turnovers on top of that, um, you know, Emmett Johnson was a solid fourth-string guy to come in and do what he did. But not having Ramir, not having Emmett Johnson – or sorry, or, um, what's his name? Uh, Emmett – not Emmett Johnson, but um, Gabe Irvin. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really changed – uh, their ability to run the ball the way they probably wanted to, uh, just because they just didn't have 
the continuity that they wanted. But yeah, it was. There's a lot there now as Matt Rule goes into the offseason because it felt about a month ago like all right, they're going to get maybe seven wins this year, and here we are at five and seven. Right. And um, when you when you think about that, you mentioned the the offense. Um, you know, the offensive line was out, definitely made improvements, right? And then uh, I want I want to ask you, especially from a recruiting standpoint, right? Because you do a lot with the recruiting and I mean, got your eye on recruiting, right? How is it to weigh? Okay, you had three. You played three freshmen that normally you wouldn't like to play. You had to play them. How much of a factor is that into your assessment of the offense? Because you lose, you know, bets. Right? He quits during the season essentially. Because once you're in two days, it's during the season. Um, so you lose not only the reps and, and you mentioned continuity that you could have with anybody else in that position. IGC gets hurt right away, and then Marcus Washington yep. after he. Kind of has his, I would, I guess, coming out party play in Illinois. I think two plays later, I think he tore his knee up, right? In the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, right, in the first quarter. After having that huge play off the goal line. Factor all that in, and then how does that affect recruiting? Obviously, I think it's in a positive way because you're going to be recruiting other young guys where you have an opportunity. But how, do, how, do, how does that uh, uh, you know, affect your assessment or how do, what's your read on that considering you had to play so many young guys one, because they forced their way on the field. Two, you were forced to play them. Yeah, what I really liked was how they managed the young players on this roster. Right. Um, I did a head count last night. Twelve of the 27 scholarship true freshmen played in games this year. Then you also had some other guys like Kai Whalen, yeah. um, who's a JUCO sophomore, right. played four games, redshirted him. James Williams, a walk-on JUCO. Yeah, uh, sack man, right? Sack man, played his four games, and they kept the redshirt on him. But – 12 of the true freshman scholarship guys played. Right. I don't recall a year where there's been that many scholarship true freshmen that have played at Nebraska. So um, I thought what they did with Jalen Lloyd and even Malachi Coleman was impressive because think about the previous staff. They didn't even consider Jalen Lloyd. And Jalen Harrison Jr. as the only other receiver in the Big Ten Conference to have three plays of 50 yards or more this season. Right. And that's with limited – you know, development is body. He's a little. He's small. I mean, yeah. wait, wait till they get his body right and develop him. So, I thought there were some positives with how they got the young guys ready to go. Um, they probably didn't want to be in that position where they had to play so many young guys. Right. Ethan Nation having to return right. punts. You saw where a freshman mistake happened, and and that set them back to start the Iowa game out. But there, there's a lot of those things that will help Nebraska, I think, in the years to come. Right. I, I'm trying to digest another. Sub five hundred seasons, <laughs> seven of them. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really having difficulty, and <laughs> and talking to fans this weekend, a lot of the questions still remain. We always say that you can judge a, a program by the number of questions you have about it. I'll ask you, Sean, what do you know for sure about the identity of Nebraska football as it currently stands? <sighs> yeah. By the way, the bowl I call the bowl drought Carly because my daughter Carly is seven. Mm-hmm. And she's never seen a bowl game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a thing. Like, it's wearing on people. I mean, it, it's real. And, so, and I think about growing up in Nebraska, you know, you, you were spoiled. I mean, Orange Bowls, Fiesta Bowls. I covered a Rose Bowl. Um, you, know, you, you know, when we went to the Alamo Bowl, that was a, a disappointment. You're like, man, we're having to go to San Antonio for a week uh, compared to a big bowl game. So to not have one now for seven straight years, you'd kill to go to Detroit. But to your original question, the identity, I think – defensive identity with Tony White, what he's established, the line of scrimmage and, and who they are. Um, there was a lot there. I mean, the development of some of these guys like Makai Bayer, uh, Javen Wright, 
Um, I mean, look at Tommy Hill. He had more passes defended this year than any Big Ten defensive back over the nine conference game schedule. He had 13 balls either intercepted, he had four picks, and he had nine deflections. So Tommy Hill was a great sign of development and, and, and some of these guys that they brought along. But offensively, I felt like it was really hard to establish a true identity because of the numbers of injuries that they were dealt with. And they had to just kind of put all their pieces on a table and say, okay, we're going to battle against you. These are the troops that we have. We have to comprise a plan to win the battle. And it may not be what we want it to be in year two, three, or four, but this is where we're at today, and we've got to figure out a game plan to win games with what we have. And that's kind of what they had to do in year one. I don't think what they wanted to do was probably their long-term identity on offense. Sean, I want to ask you this. It's a two-part question. Number one is how hard is it for people to section off losing seasons, right? I mean, generally, you here for a reason, right? You don't hire three coaches in a matter of six or seven years, right, if you're winning, right? Normally doesn't happen because this isn't a stepping stone program. So how do you differentiate that or try to get the fans to differentiate that? And then number two – what are some of the things to look for right away coming up here, I guess, in the crazy – we'll just call it the crazy time period, right? You keep you busy before Christmas, then you get a little break before New Year's that you could maybe forecast the staff doing to give an instant kind of pump of energy into the football team. Yeah, what you worry about is the A word, apathy. Um, seven years of this, and they were able to salvage and keep the sellout streak going this year because of the coaching change. Um, and the optimism of, of Matt Rule. So you think that would have been ended if Scott was um, I, I always have a hard time, you know, what, 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 is, what is the numbers? Like, I, I know what they were a long time ago, and they, they've had between fifty five and 60,000 season ticket holders. Then there's student tickets, there's opponent tickets, there's band tickets, there's media. That, that comes up to the 80-whatever-some-thousand that you see in the stadium on Saturdays. Um, so where is that number at now? Like, what is that yeah. actual season ticket holder number at? Um, and can they get one more full year out of that, out of this fan base to fill those north and south high-level seats that are in the 90s and 98 row? And I grew up sitting in row 88. But sure. when they were winning national championships and I was watching your teams play when I was in junior high and early years of high school, I, I thought row 88 was the penthouse because right. I was watching the best football team in America. But now when you're watching what we're watching – it's a little bit harder to sell row 88. Um, I mean, you tell some 75-year-old guy to walk upstairs and go down ramps to go to the bathroom in horse troughs. I mean, it's, you know, it's a tough sell. That's why Trev wants to redo and remodel the stadium. And then that, that's another question. Are they going to be able to get this money? I mean, they got to get $225 million raised from private donors and, and supporters. And, you know, that's a tough, tough sell to ask. Considering the Go Big project was, they had to get a hundred million, I believe, of private raised money. Um, so that that's another thing when you start to look at the big picture of what's going on with the money and the program. I mean, Trev Alberts has got a very tough job um, to, to manage that. And, and what was your other question about? Oh, the calendar. So right now, they're in what's called the recruiting dead period. Um, so from Monday today through Thursday. Everybody in the country is in dead period, meaning you can't go see recruits and recruits can't come see you. What these four days are, are you're sitting down with all your team, you're having meetings with every player, 
and you're discussing your roles. And we're seeing it as we have, speak right now. There's players around the country entering the Going transfer the portal. portal. Yeah. Uh, the big one just broke right now was Will Howard, uh, the starting quarterback at Kansas State. Uh, because of the rise of Avery Johnson, the talented true freshman there, Will Howard is now um, in the portal. He's going to be a guy that will probably command major dollars uh, from any Power 5 program that he wants now that he's in the portal. Uh, but then Friday, the coaching staff will get 16 days to go out on the road from December 1st to December 16th, Monday, December 4th. That is the first day the transfer portal officially opens where the names can appear in yeah, there. Right. And, in the con- and you can do official visits to transfer portal guys too. So Aside from the recruits. Okay. So a lot of what's going to go on in December is Matt Rule and his staff will make their one – Matt Rule can visit every kid one time. He'll do his in-home visit with all 20-some kids, help to do multiple ones in some days. But at the of other commits, point right? – Of commits. Okay. Okay. But then the portal guys too, um, they have until January 22nd to enroll at Nebraska. So there's a little window. Uh, the semester now starts much later. You know, it, it used to be like Martin, right. Luther, Martin Luther King Day was like the second week of school at Nebraska. Yeah. Now they don't start until the Monday after Martin Luther right, King Day, yeah. which helps them get more time to possibly get a transfer in Nebraska, which is January 22nd. Sean, this is where clarity is, is objective. Um, we just talked about them trying to figure out how to generate money for the stadium project and where the money that you, you know, was generated before and all of these things. And then in the same conversation, have the conversation that, listen, NIL is a real factor. It is a real motive. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Gravator mover. How much of that affects NIL and what young people, as you said, Will Howard's in the business now to bring in the talent, the type of talent that's required for Nebraska to improve. And then if the question is that the program is having questions about money and objective and priority, how, how do the things tie together? What is, what is objective one? What is the thing? Can you say that Nebraska is in a good financial state uh, in, in the athletic department or in the football program so that the football program can go recruit the athletes that it needs to? Yeah, I mean, they have a healthy NIL operation. I mean, because they're backstopped by arguably the biggest supporters of the program, the Pete family. And, um, you know, with that backstop behind you, you can be aggressive, but you still need more than that. You need more donors. And I, I think there's a sec- sector of donors that will say, yeah, I'd rather see 20, 30, 40 million in NIL because that will make it a hell of a lot easier for Trev Alberts if we start winning because of the NIL pot to get the 225. Sure. So there, there's a group of people that say, pause the stadium. Let's get 20, 30, 40 million and make sure our NFL, our NIL is stuffed full to where it needs to be. But I also don't think Coach Rule, at least from the high school element, he's not a big fan from what I've gathered of just overpaying a high school guy. He's not just going to go to a high school kid and say, here's 800000 come play at Nebraska. Because those things don't always work out. And then, you're, then you, you're in a rough spot. I mean, I think their big priority with NIL is two things. Number one, roster retention. The Ty Robinsons, the, the, the Luke Reimer type guys, the Nash Hunt Mockers, Isaac Gifford, you know, get those guys back. That retention piece is huge with NIL. The other thing now is portal. Can you find those three to five football or three to five players that can help your team get over the hump? And they thought they had that last year with Jeff Sims and Billy Kemp. Is that the number? Is that is that the perceived number? I you you can travel all over the country and different pockets will have different responses. Alabama the num- their number of, of players that they need to infuse into the system is different than Nebraska's. It's not the same. Like th- these teams that are going to play in January, late late December and January, have different needs than Nebraska does. Nebraska has to outwork everybody ahead of them and above them. Yeah, I think for Coach Rule, I mean, what we're seeing them do is they're taking a lot of high school guys because the NIL cost to a lot of these guys is not as high, and then if if they kick up a notch all of a sudden they're worth it at that point you pay them the nil will come to them as as they progress in the program uh, but you have to be so smart with what you do in the portal now um, because those any portal and that's basketball too you know you're, you're six, six figures to get in the door with anybody in the portal like good i mean as, as you guys know i mean I'm, and that's you know in, in hundreds of thousands of dollars for some of these top guys that they're going to have to go after so you better choose wisely um, I mean, we saw it in the. I mean, the previous staff figured it out with with Trey Palmer. That that was a home run in the portal. I mean, that O'Shawn Mathis was a good that was, addition. That I mean, was luck, Trey Palmer. Trey pa- Mickey King. O'Shawn, I mean, no. O'Shawn still got drafted. I mean, right. so if you can add, if he would have got drafted anywhere, he was not worth what he paid him. If you, um, right. Is the, that the fair number, enough to say? I mean, the numbers that you – that 600 number was not accurate. Oh, I, know what, I know it wasn't 600. I'm just talking about what I saw on the field versus what you getting paid. Well, you got – I mean, if you can add a draft pick to Nebraska, which has had very few draft picks from the portal, I think that helps Nebraska. I mean, It does. Yeah, I agree. Like, how many like draft picks did they have? But, 
you know, like Garrett Nelson should have come back. Like, I, I don't understand why, you know, he's out of football right now. How, how did that happen? I, I don't know. Because Ty Robinson. There's a lot of guys that end up turning pro that probably shouldn't. Well, and now, like, Ty Robinson, let's just guess. Like, he's going to make over probably 300000 I'm just throwing guessing. I'm not, I don't know this. And what's practice squad money in the NFL? Sixteen grand a week. You can do the math. 17 weeks at 16, not guaranteed. Or, say, 300000 to come back and play at Nebraska with an apartment and a car and furniture and DP radio shows on the ticket and everything. I mean, it's, it's a heck of a lot better deal, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but we keep saying that, right? That, that okay. And this is the, the, the Professor Foreman portion of where we get in, because I constantly ask Jay that. You've, you've got 22 people that are projected as starters for Nebraska next year. And if you put those 22, whoever the top 22 people on the roster are, and put them together, there's a number that they're going to ask for to stay at Nebraska, right? Some of those will weed themselves out and move and get into the portal because they can't get the numbers here that they can get other places. And then to replace them and to improve them. Cost more. Cost more. So you have to – who's who, – to your knowledge – who is doing that that wonderful math, and who's keeping track of all these things? Well, I think the football department. I think the football department has a close relationship with the collective. I mean, I don't think the collective just operates on their own. I mean, I believe that's how it is at every major program. Uh, a collective can't just call the shots for you. I mean, they, they have to have a good relationship with your your school uh, because it's important right now. It's as important as anything that you do. But you're right. I mean, like say a guy is making fifty. And his value, Isaac Gifford's a great example. I would say going into the year, Isaac Gifford probably did not have a high NIL value. Now he does. I mean, I, I'm an all-Big Ten voter, and he made – I had a vote for 12 defensive backs in the Big Ten. He made my 12 list. I mean, he had a great year, Isaac Gifford, all, 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 all intents and purposes. Um, you know, his value is more than whatever. You really did that. What? You really did. What? Gifford's in your top 12? Well, yeah. I'm – I'm not. I'm. I just heard you say it, and my, that was my natural reaction. I, mean, I think to he it. came in at like eleven or twelve. Okay. Okay. Um, it was not a great year for DBs. The, I, the, the, the leader in the Big Ten <laughs> with interceptions was a. Was a <laughs> the look on Jay's face was. Yeah. I mean, here's why I want to ask you, though, Sean. This is this is a holistic type of answer. Just give your opinion. Like it's, third team all Big Ten. Okay. I mean, that, got it. It's Where, not it. like. This I'm not take the, that's you know that's subjective. What I'm really asking is this: is when you're and the reason why I have firsthand knowledge with this, right? Being in Houston, and this is the number one thing that where Charlie Casually destroyed the Houston Texans, right? And just follow. And he did. Listen, he did the Redskins as well. Everywhere he went, <laughs> say it out loud. He say it out loud. Charlie, still mad. Charlie, I'm still Ca- mad. Charlie Casually took a, <laughs> a big dump and left it in your, in, you know, essentially like Bill Russell left it in your bed, right? Yep. So here's the deal. So here's where the hard thing. This is the good thing about the collective, and you might have knowledge or not. If you have a player that's good here, does not mean that they're going to be good somewhere else. There is a opportunity cost and a return on investment that you have to evaluate yeah. because you can't operate out of desperation to get somebody. Because just say you have Jay Foreman, a linebacker, right? Say I had a good year, whatever it is, right? Led the league in tackles. Yeah, but anyway. Or, or, and. <laughs> A school comes, right, <laughs> and say they're, they're willing to overpay me, right? Just say Michigan State. Like right? Ernest Hausman. Okay, and they're willing to – he didn't get overpaid. No. But just just say a school that is at your level or a little bit above, right? Say Indiana, where Tom Allen was on the hot seat. He's gone now, but 
needed a linebacker. He's going to overpay. You know what makes me tick, right? But then you have a DP or somebody that's maybe had no, no NIL. Maybe you bump them up. You can actually go two for one instead of overpricing there. That's where you run into trouble. Whereas, like, yeah, there's because here's why. Here's really what the question is: quarterbacks probably going to be on every fan's wish list, right? Whether it's Will Howard, Johnson at at Texas A and M, and all these other Yahoo's going to go in there. Like the market for a quarterback right. is easily three to five hundred thousand plus, right? But you have to understand what you need at a quarterback here versus at what Alabama is is different, right? So his price tag going to Alabama is different than going here, because if you pay him. A price to say, okay, so you had five wins out of essentially one quarterback this year. How much money do I need to pay you to get me to seven, eight wins? Because if you think you're going to go get a dude that's going to take Alabama or Ohio State or Notre Dame like Sam Hartman where they're trying to get a national title, there's more that needs to be done here as a national title. You get what I'm saying? So you have to make sure you dive in the pool of where you're trying to get to versus trying to appease people that aren't really making the decisions, which essentially are the fans. No offense against And you can't get a bunch of paid mercenaries on the roster. It's just not a sustainable formula. I mean, I I do think they're building it right with young freshman guys and and letting these guys emerge to earn the opportunity, but they still need a few of those bigger dollar pieces. The miss is that you also – and this is the part, and talking to three athletic directors this weekend in Chicago, literally that discussion, that as Jay says, you have to still recruit your own. And to have the Ernest Hausman thing is a case in point that anybody that is young and of value at Nebraska has greater value outside of the system. <laughs> and you're going to have to replace them and repay them. And you're going to pay them more than, than they got this year. So it, it's the system is cyclical. If you don't have your ducks in a row, you're constantly playing chase. I like think, who was the I running think, back I, we I lost think, to Miami last year? What was his name? A.J. Allen. A.J. Yeah. Allen. I mean, that's an example of one where – Rule could have overpaid him, or Nebraska, or the collective could have overpaid him to stay, right. and they didn't feel it. And he went to Miami, and this was this he, was a guy there. He played well. He was like, the, yeah, but his account is good. But <laughs> but I don't, see, I I I'm along there with you. I I would be steadfast in what I'm doing, right? Because ultimately, no, not steadfast, not where I'm so ignorant, right? But I'd be extremely confident in what I'm doing, and be okay with a certain number or losing a certain couple of players because ultimately if you're leaving for money now if it's you know if it's twice as much sure right but also you'll make it back more if you you take advantage of the opportunity you'd be very hard for me to leave as a starter leave nebraska as a starter with tony white and the, the, the call it to go ride the bench even I don't, I don't care at michigan i ain't backing up nobody yeah that's that's just me you know what I mean? Because ultimately, if I'm playing football, I'm playing to try to get to the next level. Correct? I'm not here. If I'm here just to play college, I just go play, you know, no offense. I go well, play at Westland. And I'm not riding the bench. Walter Rouse was an example of a guy that looked at development. And he was committed to come to Nebraska. It was all locked, sealed, and delivered. And Oklahoma got in his head. Um, he started left tackle for the Sooners this year. And, and they, they, they brought it up and said, like, hey, you know, how many linemen has this guy put in the league? And Nebraska's right. put in the league. Look at our look at our list. Okay, well that's true. And then he, he switched from Nebraska to Oklahoma, and to my understanding, the the collective didn't even get a they didn't even get a notice or heads up. I mean they they were just informed by his tweet. I mean that's how it went down. I mean right. that, that's how and that happens. That w- and that's fine. Is. 
and that's fine. But I'm just saying, as far as like, I I, I just think if you if if they had here's the, I guess I'm gonna ask you this, and this is I'm, I'm asking this question because I already know the answer because I have we need to break, but okay, let's, we'll, let's we'll go to break because this is a very detailed tease it. <laughs> tease it. I have a best friend that 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 is at Georgia. Okay, me and him played together. And I asked him this exact question. It's about the collective. Who helps the collective look at the players and relay that message to the team? Because they have – down there, they, that's how they operate, right? So we'll go to break, come back. We're going to ask Sean. I'll, I'll give him the answer to, to the question so he looks even smarter than he is. Jay Foreman, DP, Old School. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.